welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in the series on identifying and dealing with the manipulation. Well, yesterday we took a pretty deep dive talking about the physical effects, the tangible and emotional Um, and mental health effects on the brain. And manipulation can be incredibly damaging. In fact, there are many reports stating that the, uh, the, the emotional effects can be far more damaging than even sometimes physical abuse. Now, I'm not saying or belittling physical abuse. Uh, that can also be extremely damaging. In fact, uh, with physical abuse oftentimes comes um, uh, lots of manipulation, all right? Uh, so definitely not a, a lesser than in terms of the damage it can do. But the manipulation that I'm talking about, the kind that is incessant and sometimes contemplative and intentional, is incredibly damaging. And often um, it is people that have learned how to do it in a very crafty way and they have seared their soul, if you will, in that they've lost all sense of empathy or emotion towards their victims, even though they portray that they have a lot of empathy. It's very um, uh, artificially produced and they're good at it. So, um, you know, if you want to do a deeper study on this, you could look into what causes people to become this way. And in many cases, it can be from uh, a trauma that they experienced earlier in their youth, and they had to learn how to deal with it by shutting down certain parts of their brain and causing literally literal shifts in their neural patterns, which led to um, them becoming very calloused and, and then not really understanding how to be in a relationship. So, uh, I mean, I don't really want to take that dive today. That's not part of our conversation. I want to get back to what we've been discussing and kind of finish off um, some of the things I had mentioned yesterday. And I started to go into the fact that the the predator uh, or the, I hate to use the word predator, it sounds so horrible, uh, the abuser, okay, who uh, sometimes doesn't even know they're abusing. They're just doing what they know to do because that's the way their brain is wired from their youth. Uh, or from whatever situation that they ended up having to deal with. But anyways, the abuser can display uh, a sort of omnipotence by playing judge, jury, and prosecutor. They'll say what you did, why you did it, and then they'll dole out the punishment that's suitable to your crime. Uh, They also do not believe that they're wrong or that they're in the wrong. In fact, they'll do everything they can uh, to avoid ever, ever even having to say they're wrong. And it isn't so much that um, they, you know, they know they're wrong and they're just avoiding it. It's really that they don't think that they can be wrong. They just can't afford it. In other words, their souls become so seared that they uh, they just believe that they're one hundred percent in the right, and that makes you wrong. <laughs> I know it sounds kind of crazy if if you're a, a you know, a typical, uh, I guess, 
healthy human being. Let's just leave it at that. Because nothing that you do or say will stop the verbal or physical violence of their punishment. And by the time the abuser finishes berating you, you may feel as if you deserved it. And that is the next piece of this that I want you to understand that um, when you get into the victim uh, position of a manipulator, someone who is, is constantly either narcissistic or, or manipulative in some way, shape, or form, uh, they want you to feel like you're the one that's crazy. So some of you have heard the term of gaslighting. Well, that's similar to what uh, we've been talking about, but gaslighting is, also brings on a whole new set of issues. In fact, uh, examples of gaslighting would be like countering. So the tactic involves an abusive person questioning someone's memory of events, even though they remembered them correctly. Okay, so somebody might remember the events correctly, but yet the manipulator is saying, no, that's not how it happened. No, it happened this way. Okay, you're, you're crazy. You're, you're thinking wrong. And uh, another one is withholding. And this describes someone who pretends not to understand something or refuses to listen. So this is where we've, we've had the shift in our brain we were trying to portray yesterday in our discussion in that um, they honestly uh, are, have blocked off by a form of, of internal denial from the switches in their amygdala, and they're unable to even see that they're wrong or even listen to someone who's trying to tell them the truth. Um, they, they, they've created so much, there's been so much damage, okay? Um, forgetting, this involves an abusive person pretending they've forgotten something or denying that something happened. Now, this might be uh, a, a situation where the, uh, the uh, abuser is doing it on purpose because they're trying to get something from you, out of you, or they're trying to uh, clear their own conscience or, you know, if they, even if they have a conscience, because a lot of times they don't, um, you know, or something of that nature. And again, this can be, and I've said it and I'll say it again, could be an individual that's doing it to you. It could be, uh, you know, uh, anybody in your world. It could also be a people group, a culture, uh, a boss. It could be a government um, it could be so many different things. Another uh, form of gaslighting is trivializing. So that this refers to an abusive person making someone's concerns or feelings seem unimportant or irrational. So here again, they're going to make you feel like you're the crazy one. Um, they may be diverting. And, and with this, it occurs when an abusive person changes the subject or focuses on credibility of what someone is saying rather than the content. And some people also call that blocking. Um, and so just, you know, here's a, a few statements that you might hear from someone who's abusive. Uh, you're wrong. You never remember things correctly, or you're imagining things or stop overreacting, or you're too sensitive, or I don't know what you're talking about, or I don't understand. You're just trying to confuse me. Uh, those are just a few examples of a, this would be more of a one-to-one -one relationship style, but it, it could also be like a boss to an employee uh, style or maybe vice versa. I don't know. Um, and so, you know, it, it really is a, a sickness and, and what it does to the victims is, in, is, um, a lot of times long-term in terms in, in the, in, in forms of recovery. And I'm going to talk about forms of recovery when we get there. Uh, but I still want to continue to finish this section of the identifying the manipulator, because I really want you to fully understand 
uh, what it is. All right, we are, again, out of time today. So much to talk about. We'll come back tomorrow and continue. It's Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Thank you for joining me.